Kurama. Hello, Dottie. It's me, Pee-wee. Where are you calling from? Texas. Where? Honest. Listen, I'll prove it. The stars at night are big and bright. <laughs> All right, hey, this is Chris Perry. I'm the commissioner of the WCHL. And with me, not in the laundry room tonight, is Andrew Majorkirk. Andrew, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. We're sitting here in Frisco, America. We just got through with day two. Let me get a little closer to the microphone. Oh, we're sitting here with day two of... Nationals has just completed. Yep. Let's do ourselves a quick and dirty podcast. What do you think? I'm in. Let's You're do in? it. Oh, I'm so sorry. All I'm right. in. Let's do it. It's Friday night. We just got back from Whataburger. We've seen eight games. Holy crap. Uh, where do we start? Where do we start, Andrew? Uh, let's see. Do we want to start? I guess let's just start with uh, yesterday's games. There we go. First game of the day. Nevada, Las Vegas against Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. Robert Morris is the winner of the... The CH CHMA playoffs, so they get the twentieth seed taking on Vegas. That was a four to three win for Nevada Las Vegas. I thought that was surprising. I thought Vegas would blow them out of the water, and boy, I, Robert Morris hung with them. I was going to say we we all thought that kind of going into it that, that was going to be a blowout. For yeah, be a one goal game. That was kind of a shocker. The uh, the Colonials put up a decent fight, and uh, yeah, I think put a little scare into Vegas. So. Good for them. Next game was WCHL um, um, member, Missouri State. They took on number 19, Buffalo. Buffalo's making friends down here in Frisco with our rankings buddies. Buffalo won the NECHL playoff. That was a Missouri State 4-1 to win. Um, what Give us the quick and dirty on that one, Andrew. Yeah, it was really uh, it was close going into the third there. You know, the, uh, that first period was kind of tight. It was tight. Buffalo played that trap and uh, kept yeah. it tight. What was it, one nothing? One one nothing, and it was like late in the first. Yeah, it was late in the first. one nothing. Missouri State. And then, uh, yeah, it was kind of a, it was a lot closer game than what the 4-1 uh, final was for sure. But Buffalo had no offense. They, they no were, offense. They clearly came. I mean, in the first they, two minutes, they went into that trap, and it was like, man... You yeah, knew that you, first twenty minutes was just going to be a slog. You you could tell definitely that they didn't have the horses to to make a run at this thing, and, and they knew it. And they knew it. Yeah, they, they had to it. figure out something else to do. Yeah, I saw one of the Missouri State assistant coaches during the uh, first intermission, and I said, "What are you guys teaching them how to break? You know, break <laughs> yeah. out of the zone yeah, and to, get past to break get, that trap, get past the neutral zone trap." And once they did, in the second and third period, things kind of opened up, and Missouri yeah. State took advantage and potted it four to one. Um, third game of the day, Andrew, get your pom poms out. Get my pom poms out. Oklahoma, five to four over Drexel. Drexel won the I don't know some Pittsburgh league. Yep. No, a Philadelphia league is what it was. The ECHA, they're the ECHA regular champion. Drexel won the co- the uniform competition, I think, because they had great looking shoulder caps on their unis with they the did. alternating they... stripes, the purple and gold, or whatever the hell they are. I don't. Out of all the teams we've seen up to this point, I'm going UNLV's black road unis oh. as my as my number one. But oh. I, I like the I like the black, and you said you didn't. I would go Drexel number two easily. You're you're yeah, I, in, I'm the colorblind one. In, <laughs> yeah. in, I would normally choose monochrome stuff, but yuck. Uh, so, anyways, five four. That was actually 
Oklahoma was rolling. Yeah, OU was OU was rolling four nothing. In just was it four? It was it was three nothing going into the third. Yeah, and then they made it four nothing right off the bat, right? Yep. And, then, and uh, Drexel, to their credit, they fought and they fought. They, they pulled fought the back. goaltender with two and a half minutes to go in the game, and they that is one. Yeah, they scored one. Yeah, and um, they uh, to make it a five four. And man, Oklahoma had to hold on for dear life. They and did. Damned if the Drexel, they pulled their their uh, a goaltender again, so they had a six on five advantage. And the Drexel guy ripped a shot from right on the top of the circles, and it hit the post at zero point zero right as the buzzer was going. Yes, I. I am thinking, I was standing right down in the corner when that happened, and I think when the kid passed it out of the corner, he he took uh, he took an extra second to get it out and to get rid of it when he shouldn't have, and uh, when the kid got the puck, he did, he ripped it, but the horn went off as he was releasing it, and the OU goaltender did not play it, and the OU goaltender did not play it, and... Uh, it rang off that crossbar for sure. So. Holy crap. Had it gone another five seconds, that would have been a, maybe a tie game. Yeah, it would have been a tie game for sure. Yeah, Drexel was, Drexel was coming at the end, and OU was on their heels, and they didn't know what was going on. Then in the nightcap, we had uh, Robert Morris, Illinois, playing Jamestown, the 16-17 uh, game. And um, Robert Morris squeaks one out. In they overtime, did. they did a three to two game. Three two in the overtime. I thought that uh, Jamestown would uh, win that game, and I thought they'd kind of give some people a little bit to be nervous about. And they they got beaten overtime. So Jamestown, you know, Jamestown might have the all bus team because they look really impressive coming off the bus. Yes, a lot of big, tall boys, thick boys. But boy, you get them on the ice, and they're all elbows and knees. Yes, and they are. Yes, they are. I would say that. Uh, not to sound like we're talking bad, but they look like a hockey team walking off the bus. But when you get them out there, I was, I was not nearly as impressed. They look like Bambi. They look like Bambi on ice. Yeah. They were all knees and legs and everything were everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so that was day one. That was day one, and we and we gotta we gotta tell you, um, I've been during during this thing. Uh, Andrew's got an up close and personal experience. <laughs> um, we're, we're using, uh, a different set of, uh, pegs for the, uh, for the netting down here or for the goals. And so Andrew and the, uh, ACHA men's division one vice president, Gordy Scheffler have been tasked with, uh, taking care of all the nets, uh, during these couple of days. And so when Andrew says he was right down there in the corner, I, I'm, I'm you were, in the thick of things down you were, there. Yes, you were. <laughs> I am in the thick of things. Wow, you have a unique uh, vantage point, unique perspective. So, uh, all right, so that means Vegas, Missouri State, Oklahoma, and Robert Morris, Illinois moved on to play today. And this morning, on Friday morning, Ohio took on the uh, Nevada Las Vegas. I thought that would be a closer game. Yeah, I did too. Oh, but Ohio just rolled all over Vegas. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. It was five to one. Yeah, five one. It was it was close in the close in the first. Like they kind of came out swinging yeah. from the fences right at the beginning and uh, stayed close. But yeah, at the end, kind of kind of going to be the theme here today. Is that's uh, true? The score score is not a true reflection of uh, how the game actually was played. Just how dominant it was. I mean, Ohio just yeah. dominated. Yeah, it and it, it was kind of funny. It was kind of a strange day. A lot of a uh, lot of dominant performances by people, but the score was close until the end, late in the third periods and stuff like that. So, 
kind of interesting. So Ohio moves on, and uh, Coach Sean Hogan uh, continues his, his farewell run at Ohio. He gets, <laughs> yeah. he gets a W. Uh, the next game was Missouri State taking on number three, Adrian. And, again, that ice was tilted, but I would say the start of the game uh, had to be uh, Missouri State goaltender Brady Griffin. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, it was that was a one to nothing Adrian win, and I think every and it was a they scored late in the third. Late in the third, yeah, it was. I thought it, I thought we were going to a zero zero overtime with the defending national champion Adrian. Yeah, that was that was a gutsy performance by that goaltender and uh, gutsy performance by the Missouri State team. I thought. Yeah, what a hell, a hell of a showing by uh, Coach Law and his and the and the Ice Bears, um, and you could see it in the in the handshake line. Everybody stopped and gave Brady Griffin his props. That yeah, kid, uh, he, uh, he played lights out. You know, that thing should have been, Adrian, they easily had five or six good quality chances that yeah. they could have buried. And if it wasn't for him back there, he uh, stood on his head. So props to him for what he did at Nationals and, uh, yeah, opened some eyes. Shots were doubled. Shots were Shots were insane. They were like fifty to twenty. Yeah, it was, something crazy. Yeah, it was cra- like almost that. three to one. Yeah, it was crazy. So, one WCHL team is comes and gets a win and a loss in Missouri State, and then Oklahoma followed that up. They played um, Michigan Dearborn. Now, Andrew, <laughs> put your pom poms away. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Um, you predicted that Oklahoma would beat Michigan Dearborn. I did, so I don't. I don't get my stake at Perry's anymore. Oh, thank goodness! The final score was uh, here. Let me look at this again. I have to make sure I get it correct. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma one, Michigan Dearborn six. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It was what one to nothing after the first period. I think it was one nothing after the first, and then one one, two one at the end of the second, maybe something like three yeah. to one, three to three, one, three one at the end three of the. One. Yeah, into the second, so pretty close going into it, and then uh, kind of mm-hmm. same same story, different day. OU in the third period just couldn't uh, put anything together, and they got they got buried in the third. So the wheels came off the sooner the sooner schooner. It did, it did. One of the uh, and I guess it was indicative of the of the day. The sixth goal scored by Michigan Dearborn. Uh, the Oklahoma goaltender Phil Babb caught the puck and had it in his glove and was just, I don't know if he thought the whistle was coming or if he was... It, he may have thought he heard the whistle or who knows what happened. He dropped it in the crease and a Michigan-Dearborn guy was just skating right behind the net, did not hear a whistle, and it was probably the easiest goal that kid's ever scored. <laughs> right, and probably will ever score in his career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was very indicative of like in football where the guy's running into the end zone and he drops the ball before oh, he gets oh, into the end zone. yard line or something, yeah. 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 He, um, just... You know, you gotta, you gotta feel you got to feel bad for him. Because uh, we all know what kind of competitor he is, and for something like that to happen, you know, it's kind of kind of stinks for him. But to end the season that way, but yep, things happen, and uh, you just got to move forward. The uh, to to their credit, I mean, the the game could have turned into an absolute gong show. And uh, to to Coach Berge's credit, um, he kept it. He in fact, he called timeout right after that, and uh, yep. said basically, you know what, we're gonna. Play hard to the final whistle. We're not going to turn it into a, a circus. Yep, and they they did, and they I thought they played it well. And back to Norman they go. Back to Norman they go. Uh, hopefully they'll return the banner that they took. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have to find them. But, uh, <laughs> yikes! The uh, yeah, 
makes you, the, yeah, it makes you wonder, huh? The banner will look very nice hanging in uh, Blazers Ice Center. I can tell you that. Yeah, eventually. Not, <laughs> not, we're, we're not through with the tournament just yet. I'll put the banner up on Monday. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> then on uh, the nightcap, we had number one Lindenwood coming into town to take on uh, Central States League rival Robert Morris, Illinois. And that was just another dominating performance. So it was a 4-1 to Lindenwood victory. Yeah, it was, wasn't even close from the get-go. No. But shots again were basically 2-1. to one. The ice was tilted on Lindenwood's favor. It was. It was. I don't, I don't know if it's just because they first came out, but I didn't think they looked as dominant. Is what everybody was predicting, but you know, first game out, so who knows what if they come back and play what Sunday or whatever it is. Sunday, Sunday at eight thirty. The uh, see what happens. The uh, the Robert Morris the only way they scored they had a, a two minute five on three and yeah just I mean you know it was a nice nice goal by uh, Mancini that that scored it but yeah, yeah just it's like one of the guys said they were down two nothing and that was like being down five to nothing because they just couldn't couldn't score a goal to save their life you had a little excitement there in the third pin in the during the second intermission of that game uh the the zamboni blew up uh while it was while it was it didn't catch on fire or anything but while it was about three quarters of the way through all of its passes it started smoking violently yeah it sure did and it started leaking some lovely orange or yellow antifreeze all over the ice and, and uh, so, uh, uh, Andrew? An- an- antifreeze and ice do not go very well together. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that. Especially in the goalie crease where yeah, it was. Yeah, where right, was, yeah. Where the guy laid holy, it all down. Yeah, holy smokes. So, Andrew and his uh, buddy Gordy went into heavy-duty action and saved the day for... Uh, for the ACHA, and so that we could... We, we, we wanted to make sure that third period got started and oh, got finished as had, fast as it could. Can you believe it? <laughs> Hopefully they've... Uh, they, you, you, you said they've already repaired the Zamboni? Yep, yep. They, uh, At least that's the report you got. Yeah, that's the report that I got. They, It was a blown radiator hose is what they said, so oh. all the smoking was all the antifreeze blown all over the engine and smoking <laughs> and all that, so it stunk. And uh, but we got it cleaned up, and I think we only missed what six minutes or so, five six minutes. Yeah, I think we added add another six minutes to the clock. Yeah, so, so I mean that was that's a pretty good little turnaround for having that kind of a catastrophic failure on your machine to have it turned around that quick. The so. eight, eighteen minute intermission all of a sudden turned into twenty four, but it's better than uh, better than the alternative. Yeah, we would have you know stopped the game and uh, played it tomorrow, played yeah. the rem- rest of it tomorrow. Yeah, so. we got the. We got the antifreeze off the surface of the ice quick enough, and then they came in and dropped the blade down and cut it out of there and, and got, it, got it going so we could finish that game up. Very good. So eight games in the books. Andrew, give me your highlights, your top three highlights, and they do not have to be in-game highlights. Tell me your observations from mm-hmm. Nationals, your top three observations. The, uh, and they do, ne- do not need to involve the best commissioner in the ACHA, me. Um, so, because oh, uh, I've met a lot of the commissioners t- this weekend. So oh, I was, uh, <laughs> oh wait, oh okay. <laughs> uh. They, uh, so my 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 three thoughts for the tournament so far. Well, Robert Morris, Illinois, didn't bring our trophy back to us. <laughs> so I'm I'm a little bitter about that. <laughs> the uh, oh god. <laughs> the uh, we need we need marsh pegs for Division One men's Division One hockey. You're a jerk. And uh, so and I heard somebody 
that had a lot of wisdom about them said that we needed to get T-shirts made up that had marsh pegs on it so we can get those going. <laughs> the, uh, so we'll get those for next year, nationals at next year. And then, uh, oh, my top highlight of the weekend so far. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think it would have to be the uh, Zamboni blowing up and uh, Gordy and myself getting it turned back around within five, six minutes. I think, yeah, I think the Zamboni blowing up has got to be number one at the top of the list. Number two at the, uh, number two would have to be, I think, um, the, the, the parents that we've seen so far that have shown up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oklahoma has had a very good contingent and a very loud contingent. Robert Morris, had, Illinois, has had a very good and loud contingent. Robert Morris, PA, had a loud contingent. I don't know how good they were. Um, Lindenwood was loud. Lindenwood was very loud. And Dearborn, or maybe I already said Dearborn. Adrian was loud. So, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, we, we, we were very concerned with... Um, with uh, attendance here at the event, but boy, there's uh, it's, the attendance has been fairly yeah, they pretty good. The teams have traveled well and traveled heavy with fans, and it's been impressive so far. Yeah, yeah, the arena looks nice, and uh, uh, you know we might know somebody who's had something to do with that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's a good it's a good looking arena. It's it's a it's a great facility, and the uh, hopefully if people are being able to watch it on on YouTube and. Uh, we're glad that you don't uh, get to see us live in a front. Well, maybe you get to see Andrew out there on the ice. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll wave next time I'm out there. <laughs> just don't just don't fall. Hey, the highlight was maybe when the guy tried to bowl was a bowling Ooh. ball and almost knocked you and Gordon yes, on, on I your butts. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, the, almost took you out. The Zam driver was a little gung ho and helping Gordy and I with the pegs and all that in the nets, and he was a nice guy trying to help. Can't fault him for that, and he uh, came out last intermission of the uh, game last night and hit a wet spot and Gordy and I were not paying attention and next thing we know we have this guy at our feet rolling around and, and about took us out and about took our nets out too we were more upset about him almost hitting our nets than uh, than anything else he was going for the 7-10 split I think <laughs> yeah. man. and he was coming in high and hard <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, I, well, I the, forgot about that the other thing is I mean we've got we met a lot of good people um, yeah. Well, yeah. the ACHA is uh, their executive director's down here. Um, men's one vice president is down here. Men's two vice presidents down here. The treasurer's down here. The stupid secretary, that jerk, he's down here too. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, met, just met a lot of good people. It's good to see some good coaches. We're excited to see the games tomorrow. Yes. Liberty, Arizona should be a hell of a game. Yes. Um, you know, Central Oklahoma, Davenport should be a hell of a game. Uh, I mean, we, there's going to be just... Yeah. Heavyweight fights think, from here on out. I think all I think all four games tomorrow have the potential to be uh, very good games. Yeah, I I think you can say the first two days you kind of saw which way the which way things were going to go. Yeah, and I don't think there's any great surprises really in the first two days of nope wins and losses and all that and pretty much who teams that should have won won and the teams that should have lost lost and uh, here we go. There you go. All right. Well, hey, quick, uh, quick podcast, and we, we appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. We've met some of the nice listeners here, and uh, thanks for putting up with us. And enjoy your time in, in Frisco. And um, they asked us if we were doing pods after the after every game, Andrew. Can you believe that? Oh, they must love us. 
Well, if they want to hear I th- us. I think if they, they love, don't hear that much of us. They love you. Mm-hmm. They love you. In fact, you met a coach today who I did. Who who had some kind words to say about you. We, we won't name him. We want to. We don't want to offend his sensibilities or anything. Yeah. But yeah. We don't think too highly of us or anything. He, so he yeah. really liked you though in your predictions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. He his hit me not so much, but he really liked you. Yeah, you know. Hurt my feelings a little bit, but yeah, you know. it's all right. I'll get over it. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody take care. Uh, Andrew, go ahead and get us out of here. The, uh, everybody have a good weekend. Stay safe, and we will catch you in a day or two. Let's do this tomorrow night, huh? Let's do it. Preview Sunday's games. All right, take care.